Welcome back to Two Guys, a movie and a podcast, where every week we mine the cavernous depths of Netflix to find those gems that might otherwise go unwatched or even worse, unnoticed. My name's Tyler. You can call me T. I don't really care one way or another. As always, I'm Malcolm, or you can call me Mac. Either way, it doesn't matter. This week we're finishing up our discussion on Gerald's Game. It comes from 2017, runs an hour and 43 minutes, gets a 6.6 on IMDb, and a 77 on Metacritic. Mac gave it a low 6. I gave it a 4. <laughs> <laughs> As a quick recap of the story, uh, young, uh, a young woman and her older husband go out to spice up their love life Ugh. at a remote lake house. And she ends up chained to a bed while her husband's dead on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> and then other things happen. And we're going to get into those other things that happen. Who wants to go first? You want to go first, Mac? Sure. Okay. Um, right off the bat, they get into that house. They start doing their thing, right? And then all of a sudden, the dude has a heart attack. And I was like, what? <laughs> And like, it was weird because I could like, I could feel it, <laughs> like the way he looked, and he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Oh my god, am I having one too?" <laughs> that threw me off. <laughs> I was not expecting that. <laughs> and then when the dog took a chunk out of his arm, <sighs> I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like it really grossed me out. And I've seen a lot of gross stuff. <laughs> I wonder what it would be like. <laughs> I don't know where you're going with this, but... <laughs> to be handcuffed to a bed for three days. Probably not fun. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. I imagine it would probably be kind of like what this movie... Like, I feel like the movie probably did a pretty good job of uh, showing you what... Well, I did. I, I thought so, too. It's pretty creepy. I didn't know what was going on when, like, the guy that died, like, right away when she started having um, hallucinations, when he got back up, I was like, <laughs> because, <laughs> because the way that he was talking, it was like, as if he had just passed out for a couple minutes. He's like, oh, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm good. And then you see his hand just laying there still, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> It's too long. Yeah. It's too long. There. It's too long. <laughs> An hour 20 at most. Yeah, okay. I would agree with that because I would cut out the whole ending. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, the ending was, like you said, in the spoiler-free, like, that last 30-minute stretch is a whole different movie. <laughs> I don't know what to I mean. I don't know what else to say. It's just a weird movie. It is a weird movie. <laughs> and gross. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross for so many different reasons. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like, like, uh, I knew she was gonna, I knew she was gonna pull her hand out of the, the thing that had been spoiled for me was that she pulls her hand out of the handcuffs. No, oh, I thought it was the dog. <laughs> I didn't even remember that. Oh. And I watched it last night. Oh. <laughs> That's like, I was watching, I, like, it had been, like, it was another podcast that it had spoiled that for me. I think it was Nightmare on Film Street, and like they weren't even—it wasn't even an episode about Gerald's game. <laughs> they were just talking about movies where people's hands come off mm -hmm. or or their skin gets pulled off or whatever. 
and they mentioned uh, they mentioned Gerald's game. So I was expecting her to just be walking or to like I was expecting all the skin to come off of her hand. Mm-hmm. And like they show a lot of it coming off, but then it kind of like after it gets out it just kind of like flaps back down. <laughs> <laughs> it's so gross. So I guess thank you for that. Right. <laughs> for keeping the skin on there. <laughs> um that was so that was so painful. I mean throughout a good portion of this movie all that was ringing through my head was um green room. <laughs> like the dog mm-hmm. and and then when she pulled her hand out of the out of the handcuffs mm-hmm. and when she was like cutting her hand so that she could like peel her skin off. Right. Oh, I was like, oh, yeah, that makes, uh, I don't know. Like, I still don't think it's quite as bad as what happened to Anton Yelchin's <laughs> hand oh, just yeah. dangling in, in, screen, in green room. And then being duct taped. Oh, <laughs> God, so painful. Um, so much, like, I didn't realize there was going to be a lot of hallucinations. So that caught me off guard. I didn't realize that there was going to be this other story about the I think they call him the moonlight man yeah when you start the movie it starts out like they're in the car they're they're like listening to the radio and like the the whole thing like there's there's a lot of foreshadowing that happens up to the point that her husband dies like they're in the car they're listening to the radio and the news is reporting of some guy that's been like breaking into people's houses. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, okay. Knowing that she's going to get stuck on the bed, this guy's going to be a problem. And then they almost hit the dog. And you're like, okay, knowing that she's going to get stuck on the bed, <laughs> this is going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Especially when you see that they leave the door open and that she's been feeding the dog. Right. This uh, this Kobe beef that's like two hundred dollars a piece, and uh, so I was like, okay, like they they did an okay job of setting it up, but it was like really blunt. <laughs> like it wasn't it wasn't very subtle. Like it was like we really they really want the viewer to know <laughs> that what they're seeing up front is important, mm-hmm. and I felt like that kind of does a disservice to it. It makes it feel like. Like, uh, like handholdy, like, let me figure stuff out. You know, I mean, you make a big deal of, of, of feeding the dog and, and then you leave the door open and it's like, yeah, okay. Just maybe don't point at the door for that, mm-hmm. <laughs> for that moment that the door is open. Just, just, just follow them through the house and just show that the doors open in the background as they're following through the house instead of saying, oh, hey, look, 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 look what we set up. Look what we set up. <laughs> the door's open, guys. Yeah. And then he gets like the, he, he, he gets the glass of water because he's, because he's got to take his uh, Viagra. <laughs> and then he, he sets it up like above the bed and like they make a big, like they make a big point to show you that he sets mm-hmm. the water up above the bed. And it's like, yeah, okay. So I kind of wish they would have just left like some of that, left some of that to let the audience figure out or or discover. You kind of need to hear the news, the news of the guy robbing people's houses though, because otherwise he shows up later and you 
don't know you wouldn't you just wouldn't know why right and i don't know how you, how else you would fix that problem i mean i guess he could just show up <laughs> <laughs> i mean you don't have to know that <laughs> you don't have to know that he's out there she could just be stuck on the bed and this guy could just show up in the middle of the night um and, and open his box of rings yeah yeah uh, so yeah that's like most of the stuff that like i wasn't expecting which proved that it was more than just her because like I said before, the reason I had passed up on this so ma- so many times is it's like all I could think of was like, what can you possibly do in a movie where the main character is just stuck? Right. <laughs> and they and they fill the space they fill the time with with her uh hallucinations, talking to her her husband, talking to herself. Uh and then you get like the flashbacks of her and her dad at the beach house for the solar eclipse. And that, that was like that was so uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> that was just so gross. They're sitting there and even then there's a part where her dad is arguing with her mom and her mom's like, Oh yeah, she's just she just hates mom, but she loves dad and she's like she's like explaining like all the things that like she's always rolling her eyes at mom and she's always so smiley and happy with dad. And the mm-hmm. dad's like, kind of like, well, yeah, that's normal for her age. Right. And then he like, then he like jerks off with her sitting on his lap on the beach. <laughs> you could have came at it like <laughs> a whole different way. <laughs> well, he didn't. So why should I? <laughs> I was expecting him to be a repeat offender. Instead, they mention that like he he did it the one time and never again. And like once you get to the end, and she's sharing this story with the world, I was just kind of like, yeah, that's a that's a terrible thing to happen. It's a horrible, horrible thing to happen. Her dad was a disgusting human being, mm-hmm. but. He did it one time, and I feel like I feel like it would have been more impactful if you would have found out that like he tormented her like for years, and instead of that one time, right? Um, and that probably sounds that sounds bad too. Yeah, that sounds like, pretty bad. <laughs> I get it. I get it that that sounds bad. <laughs> like one time is way too much. I get it, but if you're gonna make her, if you're gonna make her super damaged, then maybe, maybe she has more things in her life that make her super damaged mm-hmm. than than the one time on the beach. Which and then like oh god, like like uh, they do this. There, there's a scene where he's telling her that. That uh, you know, oh yeah, we should just, we should go tell mom what happened, and like he controls the the conversation and manipulates her mm-hmm. into not wanting to go and tell her parents or you know, go and tell her mom or anybody for that matter, and that was just so like the level of manipulation is is just from what I know of the subject, and I'm no expert. Mm-hmm. But I imagine that that is probably how most predators 
uh, approach situations like that, you know, um, like they're just experts at manipulating people. And I feel like Stephen King, he has in the books that I've read from him, which isn't a lot, but the books that I've read from him, he approaches, he approaches like sexual abuse and stuff on a somewhat routine basis. Mm -hmm. And I think he nails it every time. Like, like, uh, like this conversation between her and her dad, just the level of manipulation and the way he manages to make it sound like it's a good idea to tell her mom, but then immediately point out that it's probably not a good idea to tell your mom. Right. You know, Oh, she, she won't blame you. Probably. I mean, she might blame you, but, but she might not blame you. And, ah, so gross, so gross and so uncomfortable. And, um, I just, it left me feeling, left me feeling grody. Right. (laughs) It just left me feeling really grody. Um, and then you get to the end with, uh, the midnight, uh, the moonlight man. Yeah. The moonlight man. And, the last 20 or 30 minutes is her. She manages to get out of the handcuffs and get free, uh, you know, run away. And then she, it's like, I'm assuming it's like years later. I, I think they even say how long it's been, but I can't remember, but I'm assuming it's like years later. She's writing this story about, about uh, the Moonlight Man, and and how she had he had managed to what was it he he like started making headlines right and it was like headlines where he was like local headlines and she missed she, she didn't see those because they were like a place that she didn't live but then like they started making national headlines and she realized who it was. And so she tells this long story, and she just tells it. You don't actually see any of what he's doing. She just tells it. And you see, like, some newspaper clippings here and there, and then you see her writing with her with her hand that's, you know, got a glove on it so that you don't have to have makeup effects for, <laughs> skin, <laughs> grafts. for skin grafts and stuff. And she's telling this long-winded story about, about how he like murdered people and dug up graves and stole things. And then she goes to the courthouse the day of his trial and she meets him. And he's this huge hulking guy who's heavily made up. And he turns around and he just, he just breaks the chains on his, yeah, just snaps, him. just snaps him like, like, like it doesn't even like look, I get it. If he's like super strong, sure, they just snap. But it looked so fake to me. His makeup looked fake. Even the way it sounds, that's how he really looks. I don't think that's not really how he looks. Like he was way more made up than how he actually looks. I think his head deformity is real. I don't think his head deformity is real. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But anyways, he like breaks the chain and... And if it if it's real, he's the most fake looking real I've ever seen. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I didn't think he looked. I I felt like he was heavily made up. Anyways, he's this huge hulking guy. She looks at him face to face, 
and she says something like, oh, you seemed much bigger in the dark or something like that. And then he says, he like repeats something that she had said earlier on. Yeah, that's how he looks now. I don't, I think he looked way more deformed in the movie. I guess. Look up his name and then look up, uh, then put Gerald's game at the end of it. Um, I think he looked heavily made up. I didn't like the storyline with him. I thought it was dumb and it just dragged the movie on. I'm sure there's like some sort, I'm in, in the book, I'm sure it pays off way more. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, way more. <laughs> um <laughs> we'll put we'll put those pictures we'll put like some side by side comparisons on <laughs> on Instagram for this episode. Um it just made the whole thing drag on. I'm sure in the book it probably made more sense. And maybe even maybe you even got more of his story spread out through the book like between chapters or something mm-hmm. instead of just all stuck there at the end of it. But to me, it just didn't make a whole lot of sense. It felt tacked on. Felt like a whole different movie. Just didn't work for me. The dog stuff, not quite as grisly as I thought it was going to be. I mean, it takes like a chunk out of his arm, and then it's like pretty gross. And then like a piece here and there, and like when it's like growling at it, <laughs> it's like growling and pulling. It's like, yeah. Um, I don't say this. The audio was really good in it. Yeah, had really good audio. I've never seen anybody have a heart attack, but I feel like that was probably one of the more realistic heart attacks. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really about all I have to say about it. Uh, I guess I could re- consult my notes. I went home to go back and get my notes. <laughs> and then I didn't actually... No, I think I covered all my notes. Gerald's kind of a creeper. He's kind of gross. It's like, I'm taking my wife... He's just trying to spice things up. Yeah, but, like, she clearly was not digging it. And he's like, yeah, well, what if I don't let you out? But now we know why she wasn't digging it. (laughs) But still, I feel like you don't have to be abused to not be digging a weird rape fantasy. I guess. He's, like, laying on top of her, like, telling her to scream for help. And then, call me daddy. Oh, oh, God. (laughs) Oh, so gross. All the survival stuff in it was kind of cool, I guess. Like, trying to get the water. Like, she gets the water down, and Gerald's ghost is like, or the hallucination, because it's not really a ghost. Gerald's like, like, oh, yeah, what are you going to do now? <laughs> Can't drink that. <laughs> Can't get it to your mouth. And I thought she was looking like, that's what I should in her face. That's what I thought, too. You know, like I said, everything was so heavily foreshadowed. She pulled the, the tag off of her... Uh, nightgown whatever it is mm-hmm. i did not see that coming back as a, a straw <laughs> yeah as a straw i was like oh okay I, okay i guess That's i just fill in time yeah. so that was pretty cool i like if everything else was that subtle i could go up i could go up to a five maybe even a six if it wasn't just holding my hand all the way all the way through it but it did so it's a four <laughs> and it was just like like we keep saying it's just too long yeah it was definitely you spread out the uh the Moonlight Guy stuff, Moonlight Man stuff throughout the movie, just every once in a while, just cut away from the bedroom and what, and what, uh, what the hell's her name? Sally? I can't yeah. remember. Okay. No. No? I can't I remember. I thought it was Jesse. Jesse, yeah. <laughs> Sally? Sounds just like Jesse. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you know, cut away from, from all the Jesse stuff 
every once in a while and go show this guy digging up graves or something. And then cut back to her and then she could be doing some more stuff and then cut back to him doing his weird stuff. And cut... I feel like you could spread that stuff out. And then, and then by the end, you could just shorten up her description of, of him and I guess maybe keep the courtroom scene. I still don't think the courtroom scene was all that necessary. I'm sure it has some sort of deeper meaning. You could probably go to like YouTube and find some sort of deeper meaning. Like, like he's probably symbolic of every man that she's ever known, but he was the one that was safe largely because he was apparently homosexual. Right. (laughs) Which I don't really know what that would say. I guess like women are only safe when there's a gay man around. I don't know. No, (laughs) I don't know. I feel like there's probably like some deeper meaning to his story. I would have cut out. Okay, so she escapes, right? Yeah. Gets to the car. Car crashes. Just be over? No. Oh. Just cut. Cut. It just cuts. Then you go to the courtroom. Have that happen. End. Okay. I feel like. I don't need where she set up that she made this big foundation. <laughs> I don't need when she goes to the insurance place. I don't need yeah. her walking into the sun. Yeah, I agree with you there. Don't need the foundation stuff. Don't need the insurance stuff. Uh, the courthouse won't make any sense if she doesn't explain <laughs> explain this guy, though. But you've seen him throughout the movie. Yeah, but you don't really know, like... Or maybe she's explaining it what in the court like no audio from the courtroom but she's explaining what's going on that could be or maybe here's how i would do it i would i would i cut out the same stuff you said but then she is explaining all the moonlight man stuff while you're seeing him do all this horrible stuff and get arrested okay and then that leads up to him in the courthouse and her showing up for the for the trial Fair enough. I'd be okay with that. I also would be okay if he was not explained at all, he cut out the courtroom stuff, hits the tree, movie's over. And you just don't know if she survived or not. Okay. I'd be okay with that, too. There you go. Two, two much better endings <laughs> <laughs> than than what we get. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that would shorten it up like an hour 20. Yeah. Yeah, it would. And it'd be okay that way. It could be a six that way for me. Maybe a seven for Mac. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it at a six. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I don't want to, but I'm going. Well, to. I feel. Like, well, <laughs> well, you don't want it to be. You can. You can make it a five. Nah. Nah. I better not. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. That wraps it up. If you want to get in touch with us, and you know you do, because we are two cool cats, you can do that. You can find us on Instagram, where it is at two guys and a movie you can find us on twitter where we are at two and a movie you can email us where it is two guys and a movie at outlook.com you can always hear us first on anchor that's a n c h o r dot f m slash two guys a movie and a podcast we have a facebook page as well that's facebook.com slash two guys and a movie All those twos are spelled T-W-O. Don't use the number because we don't know what you'll find. And it's probably not as cool as us anyways.